fans to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show on a rainy day in Waco, Texas. And um, we are doing some road work today. I'm over at the world-famous Baylor Club, and um, we are, uh, uh, because of weather and some things, I don't sound almost like I usually do on my studio quality line, but the reason is I'm getting in position over here to be at the first Baylor practice. We'll have a representative, Curtis Quillen from Channel 6, We'll uh, check in from spring football at about 4:25 today, and we'll try to visit with him, uh, and uh, and that'll be good to get a firsthand report. Uh, it, it may be moved inside because of some of the drizzly weather. They were hoping to be outside, but of course they don't want to get out there and get anybody hurt, and uh, if it's slippery or anything like that. So they could certainly move it inside, but they have some construction going on, so there's all sorts of things, but. Today is the first day of Baylor spring football practice, and so it's a it's a big day. Dave Aranda will be speaking later on uh, around 5.45 or 6. Uh, Aaron's going to help me kind of get over there uh, quickly uh, and be in position to uh, get to visit with him. I know Tom Barfield's going to be over there. The whole ESP and Central Texas group will be working to bring you everything we can. Of course, we'll have that you can hear from uh, – Coach Aranda tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. on game time. And then, of course, uh, John at 3. And then our show comes on at 4 o'clock. Now, Aaron, I can right now, I, I, I've got a great view from the um, Baylor Club at McLean Stadium of the beautiful new Foster Pavilion. And, I mean, you just – it's hard to imagine something until you truly see it taking shape and see what it's going to look like. And uh, it, it, it really is starting to stand out and it has kind of a fun, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the architecture and I'm looking at the top of it, but it, I, I do think it's going to kind of have a feel of some of the things. Like one of the first things I think of is like in Indianapolis, there's a, uh, one of the new arenas there, or the new Ford, uh, not Ford Field, one of the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium, when they first built that, there's just kind of a really cool-looking top to it, and it, it sort of suggests to you that uh, you're you're looking at an arena that you might see in Indiana or someplace that's all about basketball, and I just uh, I think it's going to be really neat, first of all, right by the river. And uh, starting to go, I, of course, I still have my good view of the Alico building, and then I just gaze a little to the left of it, and I see the uh, Foster Pavilion. I'm really ready to put a hard hat on and get over there and kind of take a little tour and look around and, and see all of that. But uh, we appreciate everybody from the Baylor Club. Membership's available over here. What an incredible place it is. They've got the Anytime Bar and Grill open today. 
um, happy hour specials, all of that. And then, uh, of course, dinner this evening. What a wonderful place it is. And I love coming over here doing shows. In fact, we'll be, uh, John and I will both be doing our shows on Thursday from right up here, high atop McLean Stadium. Uh, Aaron is uh, in back in uh, uh, studio right now. And, Aaron, we do have some breaking news as we come on today. Um, of a Cowboys nature, and I always like to hear your thoughts because, of course, you followed some of these people on uh, on uh, you know via uh, fantasy football. And Ronald Jones has been signed by the Cowboys. Uh, word came down just a while, a little while ago. Cowboys have agreed to a one-year deal with the free agent running back Ronald Jones, and. Some of you might remember him at Tampa Bay, and in fact, that Super Bowl season for them, he had 900 and something yards and six, about seven touchdowns, and that was his best year, about 980, uh, 78 yards on 192 carries and seven touchdowns that season. Now, he was with Kansas City last year and just didn't figure much into their plans, only appeared in six games. I think he only had 17 carries. Not totally sure what led to that, other than he just kind of was not really in the mix once he was uh, with Kansas City. But uh, it, this this would allow, as the Cowboys start to come up with a plan with no Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard coming back from injury, and a reminder, Aaron, that um, Malik Davis and then that Rico Dowdle is uh, they're still on the roster. So the Cowboys do have now about four running backs that uh, are on the roster. And that doesn't mean they can't go draft somebody. I'm just saying they do have a little depth there. And so I think, uh, I think they're okay in that uh, area. The, um, the other news today is that coming from Calvin Watkins of the Dallas morning news, is Dante Fowler, um, who's been a pass rushing uh, specialist for the team. And, and actually, I, I thought he played pretty well at times last year and, and really got after the quarterback and, and certainly can play the run as well uh, at that defensive end position. He has been re-signed on a one-year deal. If you're keeping up with this, uh, as far as players they've re-signed, I mean, uh, or or just sign, you would say, in free agency. Donovan Wilson, one of their own. Leighton Vander Esch. Um, uh, Cooper Rush, of course. Now Ronald Johnson. Chuma Adogo, the, um, the, the guard slash tackle that they brought in. I think that was yesterday they did that deal. And so, I mean, they're, they're, they've been pretty proactive in bringing some folks in. And, of course, the two big trades – for Stephen, uh, Stephon uh, Gilmore and then uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, two key players that will step into uh, pretty much starting roles. I think any of those top three wide receivers you would think of as starters. And then um, Stephon Gilmore will probably be a starter at cornerback. The only kind of um, somewhat big names that they've lost in free agency would be Dalton Schultz, the tight end, who's now with the Texans. and. Connor McGovern, uh, who started at guard for the Cowboys. And so that's uh, <laughs> something to at least kind of keep our our eye on. But I, I would, uh, Aaron, even for a uh, longtime Cowboys fan like yourself who has uh, uh, recovered from that apparently, 
uh, I think you would have to admit that the Cowboys have done a nice job in free agency. And uh, this has been a, uh, I, I think most Cowboys fans have to be pretty pleased with how this thing has gone. Yeah, they just waited till I quit being a fan, and then they they're having their best season off season that I can remember. <laughs> Two years after Stephen Jones said you don't win a Super Bowl in the off season, but they've done great. The Gilmore trade and the Cooks trade were both great, both positions of need that you fill with really good players. Gilmore's not the player he was when he won Defensive Player of the Year, but he's still a very good cornerback. And Brandon Cooks, from what I've read from uh, NFL scouts, anonymous NFL scouts, but you know you see those stories where they kind of grade the trades. It doesn't look like most people think he's lost a step, and if he hasn't, he is a great number two receiver for the Cowboys. And they brought pretty much every everyone back except for Dalton Schultz. So and you were asking about Ronald Jones. He, you know, he had that good year for the. Buccaneers when they won the Super Bowl, but it seemed like he was always in the doghouse that year. I don't know whether it was pass protection or something else, and he didn't play a lot last year for the Chiefs because they had the rookie Isaiah Pacheco for their early, they used on early down work, and uh, Jarek McKinnon for the passing down work. So it's kind of hard to tell, but they're getting him probably pretty close to the veteran minimum. So I think it's a good signing. He's a good between-the-tackles runner. And he does have breakaway speed. He, that year they won the Super Bowl, I think he had a 90-plus a yard touchdown run. You're right. And Ronald Jones is from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. He's from McKinney, Texas, and played at McKinney North High School. So a good, um, a good McKinney kid. Like a lot of my family members came from that area, so good to have him from the uh, from the North Texas area, and he is now a Dallas Cowboys player. Now we do have um, we will get a live report from the open portion of today's practice, and uh, Aaron Boy, one of our great sponsors, I I talked to earlier today. I uh, I made it over to Schmaltz's sandwich shop, had the Schmaltz. Uh, they have a a special deal, like a blue plate special type deal, where you get the sandwich, you get the. Uh, and by the way, you can go to the large if you want, but the small is still a great. It's, I mean, it's really nice portion, and that's the way I go. And I get some mustard potato salad, and so so great to get to visit with Nelson Rue today, the owner of Schmaltz's since the nineteen. Goodness gracious, I mean, he took it over in the early eighties. And uh, and has turned it into you know what it is today, which is unbelievable with the the locations there on Valley Mills, and then down on uh, I guess that's technically Fifth Street. I kind of always thought of it right off Franklin, but in downtown Waco, um, and that's a that's a lot of fun to go over there and uh, and visit. Um, I you know as I was pulling to town, uh, Aaron earlier and getting in position to uh, to be at this Baylor practice today. Uh, you know, saddened by the news of um, Willis Reed uh, has died at age 80, the legendary captain and star center for the New York Knicks. And our uh, more mature audience <laughs> uh, in age, that is, the um, 
would would know all about Willis Reed. And in fact, when you think and when you hear people talk about moments of people coming back from injury or limping back onto the uh, field or court, they they always bring up Willis Reed for his famous uh, returning to the court to inspire the New York Knicks on their way to an NBA championship. And if you follow the Knicks, you know, they don't have a lot of them, but um, uh the uh, Knicks putting out a statement, the Knicks organization deeply saddened to announce the passing of our beloved captain, Willis Reed. As we mourn, we will always strive to uphold the standards he left behind, the unmatched leadership, sacrifice, and work ethic that personified him as a champion among champions. He is a legacy that will live forever. We ask everyone to please respect the family's privacy. So anyway, uh, it, it really... Uh, he was the rookie of the year in 1965 and the MVP in the NBA in 1970, seven time all-star and a five time all NBA selection. And um, he was also eventually uh, named to the NBA's 50th and 75th <laughs> anniversary team. So, um, but of course that moment in 1970, that was May 8th, 1970 when they were getting ready to face the Lakers in game seven, the NBA finals. And, he had missed game six with a, with a severe thigh injury and wasn't expected to play. And yet uh, at the sellout crowd there um, at, at Madison square garden, there he came and a young broadcaster, uh, Aaron, by the name of Marv Albert said, here comes Willis. And it was uh, some of the more famous words in NBA history. And uh, it made a huge impact. I think he played only a few minutes in that game, but it, it inspired the Knicks. And it's still talked about to this day. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, coming to you from the Baylor Club, high atop McLean Stadium, and uh, looking right now across the way, 35, at the beautiful new Foster Pavilion. And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun as uh, next year's conference slate will be uh, will involve the uh, uh, the Baylor Bears. Uh, both men and women in that uh, pavilion, and that's going to be um, that's that's going to be so much fun. Okay, um, we are going to get a live report from the first Baylor practice, and and also I do want to talk about um, the performance by the women last night in UConn. I thought it was really inspiring, and I think Bear fans have a lot to be excited about. That's all coming up next. Glenn Moore and Baylor Bear Softball on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball back in action on the road this Wednesday morning at UT Arlington. 11.15 a.m. for the warm-up show. 11.30 first pitch Wednesday. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball every game on 101.3 FM. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
Hey guys, it's Tom of the ESPN Central Texas, and it's time for some grown-up conversation. Some of you take performance enhancers for the gym, for more energy, to grow your hair. So why not the bedroom? It's all about confidence. Confidence knowing that you're ready. Good news, help us here with chewables from BlueChew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew tablets can help men gain extra confidence when it's time. The process is simple. No doctor's appointments, no awkward conversations, and it's shipped right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew is an online prescription service with licensed medical providers that will work with you to find the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. And here's a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code 1660 at checkout and pay just $5 for shipping. That's promo code 1660. BlueChew.com. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Hi, everybody. It's Jimmy with Advanced House Leveling. I just wanted to say thanks for everything you've done for us and our family over four decades. And I'm the funny, goofy dude on the radio, but this is kind of serious because your homes are serious. Nothing's funny about a foundation problem. If you do have a problem, give us a call, 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com, and we'll do our best to protect your house. And once again, thanks, y'all. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. And the experience, education, and other benefits you receive can enhance your civilian career and your life. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. 
To find out about local job opportunities with the Air Force Reserve at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland or Naval Air Station Joint Reserve Base Fort Worth, call 800-257-1212 or go to afreserve.com. Sponsored by the Air Force Reserve and aired in cooperation with the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor women fall in the round of 32 to UConn, 77 to 58. Texas and Oklahoma also were knocked out of the tournament last night, leaving no Big 12 schools left in the NCAA women's tournament. Japan gets a walk-off last night to beat Mexico 6-5 in the WBC that sets up the championship tonight between USA and Japan, 6 o'clock first pitch from Miami. Former Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz bell on himself and came up short. Schultz has signed with the Texas for a one-year, $9 million contract after turning the Cowboys' much larger contract offer down. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Grizzlies again, losing 112-108. Kyrie Irving had 28 points for the Mavs. Mavericks will host Golden State tomorrow night. Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor Ballpark. The Bears host Sam Houston State, 631st pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for Chillin' with Quillin on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, it is Chillin' with Quillin' time. And uh, Aaron is really do, having to do some high-level producing to bring Curtis Quillin on with me right now. Um, but I am kind of making my way around town, and I'll be over there to, uh, to visit with uh, Dave Aranda and hopefully join um, chilling with Cullen in person here in a little while, but, uh, Curtis, if you can hear me, uh, I am curious at, uh, I, I've been kind of watching the weather to see what they would be able to do. Did you get to, uh, experience any of the open portion of the, uh, the Baylor's first spring football practice? I did. I did where they're just now, uh, whisking us off the practice field, but, um, you know, for a first spring practice, kind of what you would expect, a little bit slower, a lot more uh, learning with a new coordinator on the defensive side of the ball. And, um, but, it, you know, the, the weather did not keep them off of the grass, which is good news for us given all the construction on, uh, on that part of the campus. All right. Well, I hope you, uh, I hope you got some good footage and, uh, and, and I, I'm, uh, you're probably, as if I know you, trying to shoot as you visit with me. So uh, feel free to, if you have to say, hey, Mosley, I need to film something, just just tell me that. And I, you know me, I can keep talking while you're doing that. But um, I, I think everybody's curious, and the big, the big headline in this, uh, and a lot of times it's quarterback, but uh, especially given the way things went last season with Blake Chapin and then Sawyer Robertson, uh, coming in in the transfer portal, that's going to be um, a, a huge storyline with this team. Did you get to, uh, Curtis, put your eyes on young Sawyer and uh, the kid out of uh, Lubbock Coronado High School by way of Mississippi State? Uh, did you, what, did, uh, what could you make of uh, what he was doing out there? I mean, they were going through drills while we were while it was open. They're going into more, you know, team oriented stuff at the moment. And I don't know that calling it team, the team period is right. Uh, but they had, you know, and it looked like it was Luke Anthony out there with with Blake and with Sawyer. And so um, it was. I mean, it was what you would expect. They all looked comfortable, uh, you know, running through individual drills and 
uh, which sign sometimes you see guys come into a new system and they're a little timid that first day. Uh, and that wasn't the case with Sawyer Robertson, but it also didn't look like like Shapin was timid with fear that he might lose his job, uh, which is another positive, I think. And so that's, I mean, these open, you know, as well as I do, Matt, these, these open periods of these practices that they let us shoot aren't the most telling for what's going to come through the rest of spring ball or through the 2023 season, uh, but that they can give you, you know, that you, you can spot red flags easier than you can spot um, positive, not a hundred percent, but then you can spot like key indicators. And so uh, no, nothing that stuck out about Sawyer or Blake or anybody in that quarterback room to me during the 20 minutes that we were able to see um, the biggest thing that stuck out to me. And I know that you talk about like the biggest storyline sometimes are quarterbacks and that that might be the case with the team, the, the team this year. The biggest thing that stuck out to me is the drastic difference in Matt Powlich from two years ago when he was last in Waco to now. Uh, this is a guy who uh, in one year as the co-DC up at Oregon, you look at him now, he's so comfortable leading that defensive unit. Uh, and that stuck out to me a little bit during special teams at the start of practice today. Ooh, I like that. I like it when you kind of, you kind of look over there and one of these coaches, you know, picks up and of course, uh, Christian Robinson. I'm trying to think of some of these coaches that, that I've gotten to visit with here recently. They've got a new running backs coach. They've got a new outside linebackers coach. Um, it is going to be interesting to see how they integrate these new defensive coaches. But I do love that uh, Curtis Quillen out there from Channel 6 putting, kind of watching the coaching and watching Powage. So kind of what you saw, it sounds like, is a guy just completely taking charge and feeling very comfortable. And again, uh, Curtis, that is a big storyline too. The fact that Dave Aranda fired – uh, his mentor and 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 close friend, uh, and and that you know, and, and of course he's at Auburn now, Ron Roberts, that, to bring in a younger person, and the, the thought was someone that may connect with the players better. Um, so I, I find that very interesting. But I think uh, all of those defensive coaches, uh, Curtis, that'll be that'll be part of the story is seeing how everybody fits in and how the players respond to them because that was a uh, that was a big and it, it seemingly um I, I we knew Baylor needed to do something after that season but um that that was interesting what happened so uh I'm I'm glad to hear Pallage is kind of out there uh, uh running the show and and uh and, and showing some fire and he took command in a very vocal way that I don't know and this isn't a knock on Ron Roberts I mean we only see 20 minutes of practice at a time uh, but he took command of that defensive unit in a way that early in practice that I don't remember seeing from Ron Roberts. That's not to say he didn't do it, and that's not to say he was a bad coach, but he was very vocal, unlike what I've seen in the past few years. And so that's a positive thing, like you said. Um, again, not much you can glean from spring football practice that isn't bad. And so no red flags to me so far, and so I would consider that a positive note if you're a Baylor fan. Yeah, I think so. Curtis Quillen out there attending at first practice today and, and kind of monitoring things. You know, uh, Curtis, I think one um, from Channel 6 Sports Director, of course, uh, one thing that's going to be interesting is, you know, from a defensive line standpoint, I was looking at some of the names and um, 
you know, with, with Bryson Jackson, you know, at linebacker, you have some familiar names coming back. Matt Jones will probably become uh, a leader. TJ Franklin, <coughs> Gabe Hall, Cooper lands. But on the other side, one of the things that we thought was going to be a huge reason for the bears being good last year was a, was an experienced and excellent, you know, O line group. Well, a lot of those guys are gone now. In fact, uh, almost, I mean, you, you lost kind of starters all across the board there. What right. do you, what do you kind of sense from the people you talk to and then even kind of looking out there and seeing, of course, Micah transferred out. I think he's at the university of Florida now. And that was a guy who'd started some and, and could have really helped the bears. I think that was a tough loss. What are you kind of hearing and, 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 and thinking about this, this O line this season? I think it's a big spring. Um, I think that this might, that might be the unit to talk about and to watch in spring ball. Look, quarterback is quarterback. Yeah. Every that that's going to be the one that gets all the clicks. It's going to be, uh, the one that everybody talks about, but at the end of the day, the most important position battles, you, you said it, the offensive line this spring, uh, the run game was inconsistent at best in 2022, which was really disappointing because of how good it was in 2021. And part of that is you lose 2000 yard rushers, uh, from that sugar bowl team, that big 12 in 2021. And so, you know, you take some of that and you put it on graduation, but there's just, there was, there was too much inconsistent front on offense. And so, um, you know, Jeff Grimes has an O-line and tight end background, play tight end in college. And so I don't think it's going to be something that plagues in two years in a row. The inexperience is a, is a concern, um, but that's what spring ball is for. That's what fall camp is for. You've got six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks of practice before you ever play a team in a different jersey. And so um, I think that that's going to be a, a huge position to watch in spring ball. Um, but that said, like, you know, you've got three weeks and three scrimmages here in the spring to be able to do something. And then you've got a few more weeks in the fall before you, you stood up and you face, uh, who's the opener this year, Long Island. And so, um, just some, or maybe Texas state, but you get, you get the point that that is going to be something that's important. That's going to be a a major position for Jeff Grimes to have his hand on during the, during camp, because I mean, that's going to be what shapes what, how successful this Baylor team is in 2023. All right. And uh, lastly, for you, I, um, I I tell you, you know, hated to see the uh, the Bears season come to an end, both of them, uh, one on Sunday, one on Monday. But we'll react to the one that just happened. Curtis, that was uh, I, I, I think Baylor fans of the women's program, um, I, I think you have to feel pretty good about the way that team battled. And while it was a down season in the context of where they've been in the past, uh, well, it was a way down season compared to that. But to go into enemy territory against UConn with so much length and, and so much greatness, of course, in that program, and to basically be, I mean, right there in the game until late in the third quarter, I, I kind of think the women's program – um, has a lot to be excited about moving forward after watching that last night. I think you're spot on. I think that was the exact step they needed and, and one to show that, uh, show the fans, give Nikki Collins some time. 
Uh, this is a, you know, UConn's no slouch. I mean, even as a two seed, okay, yeah, UConn's, no, UConn has made the final four, what, 14 straight times. Uh, this is a really good UConn team. And when you look at the way that Baylor ended the game against Alabama in the round of 64 and the way it, it, it played last night in that round of 32 against UConn, uh, I think if you're Baylor, you've got to feel good about what Nikki Collins got cooking there. Um, I'm curious to see what happens with the, the coaching staff underneath her during the offseason. Um, because, you know, coaching contracts are, what, two, three years for an assistant job? And so you're, you're through year two. What happens with your staff at this point? And so you got to feel good about what you got cooking there. Uh, you get Asia, or, uh, Asia Blackwell back in the next season, hopefully healthy. You get Dreonna Edwards eligible after the transfer. Uh, and hope, and you just hope that everybody can stay healthy through summer and into the fall and then into work and then into practice in late September, early October. And so you took the steps you needed to the NCAA tournament from a developmental standpoint. As a fan, it's always going to be tough when the program is not at the bar that you expect it to be at. But that doesn't mean that it's going to be a long-term thing. I don't know whether it is or not, but I saw needed steps and I saw what should be comforting for Baylor fans for the future of its women's basketball program last night. Well, and given the fact that Texas got blown off its own court and no other Big 12 team made it to the Sweet 16, no teams made it, um, this could be right. as wide open as ever next year. And so given what you said, getting two major players back, getting a, another freshman addition, a big girl uh, in here, and getting some more length and hopefully shot blocking, and then uh, the development of bugs, uh, you know, as as well as Fauntleroy, this could be a lot of fun. Okay, I look forward to seeing you in in just a few minutes. I don't know. Are you hustling back to be in the uh, studio, or are you gonna are you gonna still be over there to visit with uh, Dave? I'll be here to visit with Dave. I'm anchoring from up here at the practice facility. Uh, we're rolling. To, you know how we do it here at Six News, Matt. We roll deep at the important stuff, uh, and so uh, Lively and I will both be both both be here to talk to Dave later. Boy, to you and Matt in one place—that is a lot of uh, star attraction. So uh, that'll be uh, that'll be great to to see you over there. And boy, if I'd known I'd see Lively, I was going to see Lively. I would have dressed up a little more. But uh, I'll uh, I'll see you in a few minutes. Okay, Curtis. Sounds good, Matt. I'll see you in a bit. Okay, Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. He's live. That's the uh, report. He's Channel Six. They're doing live reports, but. First of all, he needed to do some live radio reporting and uh, giving us some thoughts. I like what he said about Matt Pallage, the new defensive coordinator over there for the Bears, really uh, uh, being uh, pretty forceful and, and taking control of things uh, early in these practices. And so we'll, uh, we don't want to read too much into it, but it is the first day. It's a lot of fun. And I love seeing all the footage, and uh, you can you can look at Quillen and Matt Lively's uh, uh, Twitter feeds to find out more about what's going on over there at Baylor Spring Practice. Okay, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. That is next. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday evening at Baylor Ballpark hosting Sam Houston State. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch Tuesday for the Bears and the Bearcats from Baylor Ballpark. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
an exceptional experience, and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm has an office in Waco on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food. The owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. There are so many seasons upon us. March Madness basketball, baseball, and NASCAR. So needless to say, we are full throttle here at Jim Turner Chevrolet as we enter truck season. And here we go again with 0% financing on every new Silverado in stock. We have over 200 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from, and folks will not be beat over price. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next prize an event call 254-710-8080 brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing Baylor women fall in the round of 32 to Yukon 77 to 58 Texas and Oklahoma also were knocked out of the tournament last night leaving no Big 12 schools left in the NCAA women's tournament Japan gets a walk off last night to beat Mexico 6 to 5 in the WBC that sets up the championship tonight between USA and Japan 6 o'clock first pitch from Miami former Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz belling himself and came up short Schultz has signed with the Texans for a one year 9 million dollar contract after turning the Cowboys much larger contract 
offer down. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Grizzlies again, losing 112-108. Kyrie Irving had 28 points for the Mavs. Mavericks will host Golden State tomorrow night. Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor Ballpark. The Bears host Sam Houston State, 631st pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, this time of year, we uh, we go with college football, college basketball, the whole shebang. I'm reporting live over here from the Baylor Club today, checking in uh, and um, with uh, Aaron Sexton. And then um, as we get closer to about 545, I'm going to race over and be there for uh, Dave Aranda's um, his uh, briefing today after the first uh, practice of uh, spring football practice. And so some excitement in the air uh, having to do with football, getting rolling in spring football. Spring football game will be um, on the 22nd, and uh, we'll have a lot of stuff lined up in association with that. We'll have a good time, and uh, we'll be right there on campus to, uh, to bring you all that, and of course, uh, uh, John will be, uh, uh, you'll hear a lot of that, maybe simulcast, we'll have some uh, TV components to that as well. All right, Aaron, what do you have for us today in Campus Confidential? Jeff Goodman reporting that North Texas head coach Grant McCaslin has emerged as Texas Tech's top target after the Red Raiders swung for a few big names and miss. You... North Texas plays in the NIT tonight against Oklahoma State. McCaslin, a former Baylor assistant, is 130 and 65 in six seasons at North Texas and took the program to the NCAA tournament in 2021. Yeah, I, you know, we've joked before about Jeff Goodman, and he's got some interesting, uh, um, you know, uh, obviously he's covered NCAA basketball for a long time. And has some good contacts and has some really good information. But the way he presented that information today was kind of in a very condescending manner, you know, saying that Texas Tech went after some big names, but now they're going to settle on Grant McCaslin, which is an absolute joke. I mean, look what Jerome Tang just did after being for many years on Scott Drew's staff. Grant McCaslin was a big part of Scott Drew's staff before he went to Arkansas State. And then this year, he's won 28 games at UNT. They beat Purdue in the first round uh, of the NCAA tournament just a couple of years ago. He's had an incredible uh, coaching career at, at all his stops. And so to, to act like, oh, Texas Tech, you know, couldn't get who they wanted, so now they're going after Grant McCaslin. It was kind of a, uh, you know, it's what makes some people, um, you know, really – dislike or um well just the media in general when when you when you take some kind of and it, it has something to do with beard or maybe he has some kind of antagonistic relationship with the texas tech texas tech fan base but i guarantee you uh grant mccaslin has never done a thing to him so to take some kind of weird swipe at him to me is small and a little bit embarrassing uh on the part of the reporter in this case now um, Grant McCaslin 
has been on the Texas Tech staff. I mean, I wish Goodman had not have done this just hours before North Texas is going to play at six. You know, every player on that North Texas team, as they get ready to play Oklahoma State, is looking at their phone, noticing that the report is that Texas Tech is zeroing in on Grant. We had Grant lined up to be on with us yesterday, and we had some technical difficulties that prevented us from, from having him on. He's a great friend of the show and a great friend of mine. was one of my classmates at Baylor and a fraternity brother. But um, that would be a tremendous hire. He, he married uh, a girl from Tech. He was on staff out there. He cut his teeth in college basketball out in West Texas, leading uh, <laughs> one of the junior colleges out there. I believe it was Midland Junior College um, to a uh, national title. So any kind of thought that, oh, they're having to settle on somebody is an absolute joke. And honestly, you shouldn't let, as a reporter, sort of pettiness like that um, inform your reporting and things like that. And I know people on the Baylor staff and Scott is seemingly close to Jeff Goodman, but in this case, Goodman uh, kind of embarrassed himself. So anyway, uh, sorry for that rant, Aaron, but I just uh, I didn't love how that was reported. But if, uh, if Grant does indeed leave North Texas for Texas Tech, um, it's, that's a great fan base out there. Uh, it's been a really good program, and I mean, he's he's just an unbelievable guy. Like I, I think there's a chance he could he could do at Tech, kind of what Joey's done out there, as far as galvanizing the program. But I mean, people um, people would love Grant McCaslin, so I think it'd be a very good hire. Two days after losing head coach Rick Patino to St. John's, Iona has a new head coach. It is the darling of this year's NCAA tournament, Fairleigh Dickinson's Tobin Anderson. Anderson's hire was announced late yesterday. Contract details were not disclosed. In uh, his first year at Fairleigh Dickinson, Anderson led the team to what many consider the biggest upset in the NCAA tournament history as the 16th-seeded Knights stunned number one Purdue 63 to 58. It was just the second upset of a number one seed in the first round since the men's tournament expanded to 64 teams yeah it's, it's always a little interesting when like one big win in the tournament seems to like land somebody and again maybe he'll do a great job there i hope he does but uh, you know he goes to iona he, he believes that could be a power on the east coast now the the, the, the real news is that five years ago Whenever, uh, or three years ago, whenever Patino got that job at Iona, this guy was in the mix, and he was interviewing for that. And then, of course, <laughs> Patino got the job. Um, you know, I found myself thinking about last night something we talked about, Aaron. You know, Ed Cooley going to leaving Providence to go to Georgetown, and man, that seems to me to be a careful what you wish for type moment. I, I know Georgetown, because of what John Thompson there, has the, the big name. The other one that, that's interesting is the this Micah Shrewsbury, the job he's done at Penn State, he's now being considered for other jobs. And I'm kind of interested to see, you know, where he ends up because um, Notre Dame – has an opening and then of course we know what happened with Chris Beard but I'm just kind of curious to where 
Micah Shrewsbury, the Penn State coach, could land in all this. I think he's a great coach, and um, and I think uh, we'll we'll just see how all this plays out. I'm I'm glad to say that it appears that the Baylor's associate head coaches, um, uh, John Jacobs and Alvin Brooks the third will remain with the Bears, and I think they're highly thought of. I've heard recently that other schools had, had been kind of thinking about some things in, the, in, in their direction, but um, I, I, they are tremendously loyal to Scott Drew, and, um, and I think it'll be great to, to get that continuity. And, I, again, I know that people out there are wondering, because they brought it up to me, well, was, was this year um, – taking a step back, you know, how much did that do have to do with uh, Jerome Tang? And um, I, I just, I don't know. I look at the personnel on this team this year and look at those three guards, especially, and I'm not certain. And I'm not saying he wouldn't have helped because obviously what he's done at Kansas state is unbelievable, but you can't like, those three players are not going to be lockdown great defenders. They're all elite offensive players. In fact, I mean, as a combo, they're the best three-guard combo in the country. But um, I, all this talk about, well, I mean, did they did they take a step back this year because of <laughs> Jerome? Well, they won a national title with Jerome, and then last year they lost in the second round. They lost in the second round this year. So – Let's not act like um, the whole world's falling apart without Jerome. It was still a tremendous season, and they were right there in the mix. And I think, um, and Aaron, I looked at—I know you love looking at all those numbers and analytics—and there was a uh, a thing called like the shot quality index, and <laughs> they looked at the the shots that Baylor took in that game, basically versus what they normally do from that from that range and that kind of thing. It's a fascinating study. And they said Baylor should have won that game based on the shots they took and the shots Creighton took. Baylor should have won that game 76-72. Now, what that might not account for is that Creighton ends up going to the line 22 times and makes 22 of 22. But I just found that interesting that – um, Barkley and some of the others talked about how Baylor was trying to go one-on-one. They were creating their own shot. And there's some truth to that. But when you look at the actual shot quality that they ended up with, they just missed a ton of shots. They just had a miserable shooting performance in the first half. I don't think, I don't think necessarily those were bad looks or bad offense. Um, they just didn't knock them down. And, and when you are a team that lives and dies by the three, you know, you're going to die sometimes. And unfortunately, that's what happened against Creighton was a two for 15 or a two for 13 first half led to uh, led to really poor results. Suspended Alabama defensive back Tony Mitchell was driving 141 miles an hour as he attempted to flee police in Florida last week before being arrested, according to an arrest report obtained by AL.com. Mitchell and a passenger in his vehicle, Christopher Lewis, were arrested Wednesday by deputies from Holmes County Sheriff's Office and charged with possession of marijuana with intent to sell. Lewis was also charged with carrying a concealed firearm without a permit. Alabama football coach Nick Saban took a not-so-veiled jab 
at the Alabama basketball coach when asked about it. He said, quote, everybody gets an opportunity to make choices and decisions. There's no such thing in being in the wrong place at the wrong time. You've got to be responsible for who you're with, who you're around, what to do, who you associate yourself with, and the situations that you put yourself in. And most people think this is uh, directly related to Nate Oates' comment uh, about his star player being, quote, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, that's immediately what I think we all thought. And uh, I'm sure Nate Oates, who is trying to win the national title at Alabama, is kind of like, okay, I'm taking, I'm taking, you know, arrows from every pundit across the country <laughs> for the way I've handled the situation. Thought maybe I'd catch a break from my own school's head football coach, but no, Saban uh, kind of hits him uh, broadside. And Aaron, uh, the uh, by the way, the kid that was uh, going 140 miles per hour in his car, 220 grams of marijuana, loaded gun, and about seven, eight, ten, oh, I don't know, about $10,000 in cash or something. Um, he did escape the police. <laughs> they couldn't quite keep up with him at that speed, but they did arrest him later. I, I thought that was kind of, when I was reading that story, it said kind of like, police, he, he, he briefly escaped, but police found him later. So, um, yeah, there are there are car chases where the car gets away. And I think sometimes, Aaron, in those cases, it's kind of like this dude's going 140. Is it really wise for us to be out here on the open road chasing him at 140 or 130? So they uh, – but they quickly got him later. But uh, more, more interesting news coming out of Alabama. This was a four-star uh, Aaron uh, – player as I was reading about and um, um, maybe a defensive back I think he did you say that was what he was is he a defensive back on the team on the Alabama football team okay yeah interesting uh, interesting story there for sure okay it is uh, Aaron did you have one more you wanted to get to um actually I can we can do that tomorrow we're good okay Uh, it is the Matt Mosley show thank you Aaron that is some Campus confidential, and we're doing some uh, we're doing some road work today here and in studio. I've come over here um, near where Baylor is practicing. I'm over at the Baylor Club. Thank you, Mike Mosel, the GM here. The great hospitality at the Baylor Club, and um, I'm hanging out here. And then gonna gonna uh, in the five o'clock hour, I'm gonna make a bolt. I'm gonna bolt over to the uh, uh, to visit with. Uh, Dave Aranda and some of the Baylor players as they have their first day of spring practice as we get ready for spring football. And, of course, that green and gold game will be April 22nd it's been set for. And I'll look again to make sure when that time is. I can't remember if it's 11 or noon. But we'll get word to you on all that. But uh, it'll be a lot of fun. And, of course, ESPN Central Texas will be there to cover all aspects of that. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We take you from 4 to 6 every single uh, weekday. And uh, next, we're going to get into some of what happened in Shores, Connecticut last night. I think a very positive thing happened for Baylor women's basketball. We'll discuss next.
Recently on Game Time, we welcome in the Executive Director of the American Football Coaches Association, Todd Berry. Obviously, when the state started passing their own legislation, then there's no chance for any kind of consistency. And so this idea that you're going to be able to fix name, image, and likeness, that's impossible because the NCAA, or the universities, the ACA, we can't overrule all the different state laws. And so consequently, if you can't get some consistency across the board, everyone's going to continue to try to outdo the other. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm has an office in Waco on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. After a remarkable 100-year run, the FCC is officially closing the doors on traditional analog copper POTS telephone lines. FCC has issued an order 10-72A1, which mandates that all POTS lines in the U.S. be replaced with an alternative source. Another issue we are seeing is print nightmare. That is the vulnerability in Windows print servers where an attacker could run code with full systems privileges. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401b plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. My house has a new I love my windows, universal windows direct. 
with replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man. Love hearing all those names. I was at Schmaltz's earlier today. I'm now at the Baylor Club, UBEO.com. It's UBO Business Services with Sean Hunt. One of our favorite listeners, a man who, uh, a man for all seasons. He's got a story for every occasion, and uh, always great to hear from uh, from Sean Hunt. And I mean, the services he offers in terms of copiers, streamlining your business, it's pretty unbelievable. And uh, he's uh, boy, he can do it for you right up and down the line, all through the Waco area into College Station, into uh, Austin. And uh, UBO is a very strong organization, so we love having those those folks with us. Uh, the Baylor Club is uh, got a beautiful view today, kind of some drab skies, and uh, you know it's just been kind of spitting at us a little bit today. But the Bears were able to get their first spring practice off and running, and they were out on the grass and got to. Uh, Got to be outdoors, and so um, we will uh, be getting over there and getting in position uh, to visit with Dave Aranda and some of the players as they finish up this afternoon, and uh, that'll be exciting as we uh, get going full-blown with spring practice. Uh, We'll be at the Baylor Club. Drop by and see us. In fact, even if you're not a member at the Baylor Club, you should be, but it would be a great time to come by, check the place out, tell them you came by, to listen to the Mosley show and they'll kind of show you around a little bit. And uh, some people will do that and uh, end up signing up. But John Morris will be here on Thursday at three o'clock. I'll be doing my show from four to six. And then we'll both run over and listen to Blake Shapin, Sean Bell, the quarterback's coach and the new quarterback, Sawyer Robertson, who's on campus now. And uh, that should be a kind of a spirited battle. And it'll be interesting to see kind of how, um, you know, the, the two quarterbacks are getting along, what that competition's like today. We'll certainly ask uh, Dave Aranda about that today. So I think it'll be a good session as we get ready to talk some uh, football. Now, last night, <laughs> the Baylor women finished their season. 
at UConn. I got to this game just a few minutes late, about four or five minutes late, and that Bears were already up ten to six. And of course, uh, UConn came right back, and I kept thinking, well, UConn's probably going to get them down, and and uh, it'll be it'll be this will be tough. They just hung tough throughout. UConn throws one in before the half. <laughs> from and, and and one thing, Aaron, we got to we got to know better the Bears is. If you're holding for the last shot, actually hold for the last shot. Don't release the shot with six seconds left and then give them time to throw the ball up the court and throw in kind of some kind of Hail Mary because they hit it and they were up five uh, <laughs> instead of two at the half because of that. But the Bears, you know, even down 40 to 35, came back out, played extremely well in the third quarter and had it to 52 at one point, 44, 43. I think it was 47, 47. And then it, and, and then it was 52 to 48 with about two or three minutes left in the third quarter. And UConn finally separated. They were just bigger. They were more physical bears battled. They did the best they could. I, I mean, I, I think there's a ton to be proud about with that team they hit threes. I mean, Aaron, the things we kind of hoped to see throughout the season uh, kind of came to fruition in, in the last three quarters against Alabama and a lot of the time against UConn in that whipping the ball around, you know, knocking down open threes, uh, making great decisions. Uh, I thought Jana Van Guyton beat late in the season, kind of found her game. She started hitting threes. Jaden Owens refound rediscovered her stroke from the outside. So while you lose some great players and Caitlin Bickle, uh, Jamie Asbury, who hit a lot of threes in these last couple of games, you're still having, you got some great players returning and um, no reason in the world with Asia Blackwell and, uh, and, and Dre Edwards, hopefully coming back Asia from an injury, Dre having to sit out all season because of the whole situation with Kentucky um, they, they, you have a lot to be excited about, I think, moving forward. I did want to hear and let everybody hear from Nikki Collin. Now, she's done our show every Tuesday all season. Now, Aaron, I've kind of felt like I should let them, you know, sleep in a little bit this morning. And, and, we'll, and in time, we'll have like a season wrap-up or something like that with uh, with Nikki, and that'll be great. But boy, Shelby Hill and the whole bunch over there, uh, from a PR standpoint, they've done an extremely good job, great communication, and we're the only place in town that has Nikki on a uh, weekly basis, and people have really enjoyed hearing from her. Um, this is part of her postgame last night, and in talking about <clears throat> you know, looking back on this season and then maybe looking a little ahead to what to, what to expect next year. Yeah, I don't think, you know, I mean, obviously – you what what the public sees, what people see is the the 40 minutes that were on the court, you know, um, night in and night out. But they don't they're not in the locker room. They're not in the practice gym. Um, they're not dealing with um, someone not wanting someone to get eligible um, that we were counting on, you know, or, um, you know, obviously you dealt with Paige being out all year. So, um, but it's tough when you you sign two players that are all SEC players, and one plays less than a hundred minutes, and the other never gets to suit up. Um, and so we we dealt with a lot of. I mean, we've got 
boots. Sarah Andrews hasn't practiced for two weeks because of plantar fasciitis. You know, she's just when Sarah doesn't practice, she's not as sharp. I thought she played great on Friday night, but I think the quick turnaround, um, I was proud of how she battled, but I don't think she has her bounce. When your feet hurt, um, you know, Jaden's had shin issues all year and wears a boot 24-7 when she's not playing. And so we have to limit reps in practice. And so as a coach, as you're trying to, you're trying to help a young team grow, um, there were days we had seven people in practice on a 13-player roster. There were days we had eight. We were days that, that Sarah could go every third possession. Um, Jaden could go every third pet possession um, of a practice. And so it was a challenge. So I'm really proud of, of how resilient we were, um, you know, considering some of the obstacles. And you can't, everybody has injuries and has moments like that. But you're talking about two all-SEC players, you know, and, and it's, not, it's not the same as, as you know, I, I don't know that UConn has a player on their bench that wasn't a McDonald's All-American. And so because of that, you know, they, they, even when they have injuries, they're still, you know, playing five All-Americans or, or four All-Americans and one that was the player of the year at Fairfield who's a pretty dang good player. So um, we battled. And, and Caitlin, she's so special. Like, she is our safety, our quarterback, she runs our team. She can run every position on our floor. Uh, she's the best communicator on our team. She's stubborn as heck. Um, nobody I've ever coached plays more for the name on the front of her jersey than Caitlin Bickle. Nobody. Nobody. Um, like, she cares about winning. And for three years, she didn't play, and she cheered on her teammates. And for one year, she was a role player that helped us win games. And for one year, she was an all-conference player. And I'm glad that, that she was able to kind of get to the point where she was more than, you know, Kalani's backup, you know, more than Melissa's backup, and, and kind of showed the world how good she actually is. So, um, you know, our, our seniors, Jamie Asbury, was the first kid to say yes to me as a head coach at the, in the collegiate level. I say Jordan Lewis did, but she kind of had already found an apartment. Um, but, you know, Jamie was the one that obviously she came to, to win a championship, but she had to believe that I could lead, lead her to a championship, lead the team to a championship. So those guys, I'm a big believer, and it's, it's so easy for coaches to, like, want to give a pep talk in the locker room after a game to the young kids about what that meant and, and coming back, but I just don't believe in that. I believe the last game is about the kids that will never be in that locker room again. Um, so um, I'm just super lucky to have coached Jamie Asbury and Caitlin Bickle. All right, great words on, uh, on Bickle and Asbury. I mean, at some point, you know, uh, it, it is interesting that um, you can tell still a little peeved at what happened with the Kentucky coach. I don't think we'll ever. There's two sides to that story. I think the Kentucky coach believes she's completely um, on the right side of this and never let anybody believe that she was going to sign off on Dre playing. And the Baylor people kind of thought she would change her mind. I think they tried everything they could to get her to, and she stuck to her guns. And I don't know if her guns were the right way to go. I mean, I obviously selfishly, I wanted to see Dre playing. I, I can't imagine if you had a chance to sign off on somebody being able to, to do what they love and they weren't going to bother you at all. I mean, unless on some chance you ended up against each other in the NCAA tournament, uh, I don't know why you wouldn't do that. 
but only that coach can answer that. And so I don't know if it's totally fair to, to, to say she's completely in the wrong and Baylor's completely in the right. Although those of us that went to Baylor tend to, to, um, to, to feel that direction. Um, I, I thought, uh, I like what she said. I think Bickle has been a rock for this team. She's been there for Nikki and man, that was really difficult because Nikki, um, you know, with Melissa and queen and Jamie and Caitlin Bickle and even Sarah and some of those players, I mean, they had to decide that they wanted to stay and play for a team that that's just not the team where they got recruited to. They got recruited to this legendary coach that went to the Sweet 16 every single season and won the conference for like 18 straight years or whatever it is. Um, and, and so they had to be open to somebody from the outside, <laughs> not just from the outside, like, oh, she's in a different college somewhere, from the WNBA. I mean, no, nobody really totally knew what to think, and yet they accepted her. And I think Caitlin's willingness uh, to embrace Nikki helped even the other players that were on the team last year and this year kind of keep everybody connected. And then you got to say that Nikki did a good job of of getting those players to buy in, even when they were suffering some losses that they, that Baylor is not used to suffering. So um, I think, you know, if you're on the fence about Nikki Collin, I don't, I don't think it's, that's fine. I, I don't really think I don't ever scold anybody for, Oh my gosh, I, you know, I'm a Kim person or I'm a Nikki person. I don't think you have to really be either way. I do think it would be, fascinating and what you should do as a Baylor fan is to see what she can do next year with a full complement of players. If Asia Blackwell, Dre Edwards come back and, and are the kind of players, you know, kind of we thought they might be with Sarah and others coming back and, and, and bugs and Bella Fauntleroy and some really, really nice role players, Kyla and some of these others. Um, I, I, I think, uh, I think there's a lot to be excited about. So uh, this thought that it's a zero-sum game, you're either like a Nikki person or a Kim person. Well, I'll just tell you straight up, I'm a both. You know, I still love Kim. I mean, I I don't understand why Baylor people felt like they had to turn on her after when Baylor was basically nothing uh, and everything was in tatters and everything was pretty much awful after the scandal of 2003. I mean, Baylor women's basketball was – all we had to hang on to. Um, it had some Baylor baseball along the way going to the World Series, and that was great. It had some tennis. But but Kim put us on the map. So, But I don't understand. I mean, I think you can, you can love what she accomplished, but also still root for the school and root for the team and root for Nikki to, to, do, to do a great job. And I think we have to kind of give her that chance. And, uh, and that is, uh, um, I think, next year – we're just going to have a better way to judge this. I'm anxious to have, in fact, I was meant to have him, I was trying to have him on last week, and we, we weren't able to work it out. But when Mac comes on with us next, I mean, I think that's, that's going to be good to visit with him about is, you know, how do you evaluate Nikki through two years? And do you have to factor in that these two players that they were hopefully counting on, they didn't get anything from, 
Uh, do you feel good about things? What do you think about the trajectory of the program? Basketball. I mean, we now have a national title in men's basketball and go along with the three that Kim won uh, for women's basketball. What do you what do you think after two straight second round exits? Um, I mean, I I think you have to look at the totality and the fact that Scott is a consistent winner, um, you know, in the NCAA tournament and, and they've been unbelievable in conference play. And I think they overcame a lot this year. Um, I think next year is going to be really interesting because I think they're going to have to dig down and rediscover the DNA uh, of kind of what made them great as a program. And that's that, that's that, um, that's that defense. And, and, and once it became that man-to-man defense, the players bought in. But we can't just every year go, well, wait, why can't you be Davion Mitchell? Um, you know, why why can't you be like Jared Butler? It's not fair. I mean, those were once-in-a-lifetime type players that came along. But that doesn't mean you can't hold people to a standard on defense, and uh, and I think that's they're gonna they're gonna really have to break down and look at that this off season is like what players do we need in the portal? What players are we get, getting uh, in this class between Miro Little and, and Jacoby Walter? Can we get them to buy in to the level of defense that was a championship level just three seasons ago? Uh, and and you know and then by the way they want to. They won a conference championship last year, last seat, not this past season, but season before. So um, <clears throat> I think they're going to be really, really good. But the rest of the conference is going to get better as well. So it's going to be uh, interesting to watch. The thing I can tell you from having checked in with this coaching staff, several members of the staff, is while they're hurt and they're down and they're, they're, they're disappointed, boy, their spirit's not broken at all. And, and there's a thought that they're going to come back extremely strong. And part of that is Scott's just wired to be extremely optimistic. I mean, he was a little bit like Ted Lasso before there was a Ted Lasso. And and and, and they all kind of feed off that. They're different personalities. Jacus and, and uh, Jacus is not a, uh, a, a guy that's on social media. Alvin Brooks III loves social media and uses it to his advantage in recruiting and all that. And I think it's great because they all complement each other uh, in a really good way. So I think it's a great staff. I think they got great talent coming in, and I think they're going to end up in a good position. Okay, I'm going to race to get in position to talk to uh, Coach Aranda and some Baylor players, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna pull off some things here to make that happen. But uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you next. Uh, and we'll kind of get you ready for some Baylor spring football. Today is the first day of uh, Baylor spring football, and uh, we're going to kind of sound off on that. We'll do that next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's going to recheck a Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, the end of the season comes for Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball. While it's the start of spring practice for Coach Dave Aranda and the Football Bears today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. 
Just as teams are celebrating on the courts, your mountaintop experience begins during the Jeep Celebration Event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values up to $5,500 on second and third row options or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $5,000 in total values. And if we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the new custom Jeep of your dreams. It's the Jeep Celebration Event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball bowed out of the NCAA tournament in the second round last night at Gamble Pavilion in Stores, Connecticut, with a 77-58 loss to homestanding UConn. The Baylor women finish at 20-13 and 13 on the season. They had three players in double-figure scoring last night. Jamie Asbury with 15, Jaden Owens with 14, and freshman Bella Fauntleroy with 12. For the Baylor women, they finish at 20-13 and 13 on the season. Today is the start of spring practice for Coach Dave Aranda and the football Bears on the field this afternoon for the first of 15 practices over the spring, culminating with the spring game April 22nd at McLean Stadium. And Baylor baseball wraps up a 14-game homestand tonight, hosting Sam Houston State at Baylor Ballpark. Assistant coach Zach Dillon says these home games have been a real benefit for this young Baylor team. Yeah, I think with the state of our team and the youth, I think, you know, being in a comfortable environment can help you. Um, obviously, we haven't played as well as we w- would have liked during that stretch. Um, but at the same time, it's good to be at home. It's good to be in front of our fans and, and get our crowd behind us and, and where they've kind of seen us grow in the last three weeks. So I think uh, hopefully that bodes well for the future. Um, but we're going to we're gonna be challenged with a tough road series in Stillwater this weekend for sure. Um, and I think the Duke series probably helped prep us for that a little bit. So, um, again, you know, we're, we're only as good as we are today. So we got to show up today and get back to work and, and hopefully keep continual growth with these guys as the year progresses. Zach Dillon and the Bears coming off the series victory over Kansas State in Big 12 play this past weekend, hosting Sam Houston State tonight at Baylor Ballpark on the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30 tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. Where we'll have more tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat, I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas.
Just as it's heating up on the courts, and so are the deals during Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $8,250 plus $500 to first responders. Or get 1.9% for 72 months. Pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can help you build the custom vehicle of your dreams. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports, and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. 
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-659-7540. 800-659-7540. That's 800-659-7540. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor women fall in the round of 32 to UConn, 77 to 58. Texas and Oklahoma also were knocked out of the tournament last night, leaving no Big 12 schools left in the NCAA Women's Tournament. Japan gets a walk-off last night to beat Mexico 6 to 5 in the WBC. That sets up the championship tonight between USA and Japan, 6 o'clock first pitch from Miami. Former Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz bell on himself and came up short. Schultz has signed with the Texans for a one year $9 million contract after turning the Cowboys' much larger contract offer down. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Grizzlies again, losing 112-108. Kyrie Irving had 28 points for the Mavs. Mavericks will host Golden State tomorrow night. Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor Ballpark. The Bears host Sam Houston State. 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN, Central Texas, and uh, Aaron Sexton alongside. Aaron will have the uh, dismount coming up. I am uh, about to jump out of my vehicle and make my way over to uh, visit with Dave Aranda, who is going to appear right after the first Baylor spring football practice. Now, you know, I don't know. I don't know how excited uh, I should be for this, but but I, something about spring football, the promise of a new season, gets me going a little bit. And so I, you know, we've had reports. Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen fame uh, from Channel Six on with us earlier. I just saw Matt Lively walking across uh, the parking lot here. Uh, John Warner, Waco Tribs, esteemed Baylor beat writer. Uh, a man who uh, might have one of the saddest-looking umbrellas I've ever seen. I, I did not see any evidence right now of moisture or any precip, and yet uh, Warner <laughs> went across the parking lot in front of me with a very uh, man. It's just this thing's been beaten up quite a bit, but he's going to be in position, and of course he'll get that first question uh, as the uh, the dean of local beat writers and local reporters, the respect that we all have for John Warner. And then uh, and then everybody else will get to fire away in whatever order we go from from uh, at that point. But uh, all the TV reporters, uh, people appear to be kind of ready to go. I see the Baylor Lariat pulling in here. 
And, uh, and again, the players will be walking off any minute now. And I think we're going to hear from, oh, Bryson Jackson, maybe Gabe Hall, uh, going to be some of the Matt Jones, perhaps, some of the defensive players. Uh, we're going to sound off today and uh, some of the uh, potential uh, new defensive stars of this team. And, of course, a big topic will be the um, this is the first spring practice for Sawyer Robertson since he's been brought in from the transfer portal, and uh, he'll be battling with Blake Shapin. I, I really think Blake Shapin is going to respond to this um, really well. I, I, I don't exactly know who will win this competition. My gut tells me Blake will um, will really have a lot to prove and will come out firing and, and that will have a great chance to win the competition. In fact, I think he's it's in a sense he's the leader uh, in the clubhouse, but but again, he's going to have to earn it. And I think um, I think there's going to be a lot of interesting things that come out of this. Sawyer Robertson, I mean, he, we haven't seen much of him. He's thrown basically like 11 passes in his college career uh, playing for Mike Leach, the late, great Mike Leach out at Mississippi State. He came from Lubbock Coronado. Uh, when he came out of Lubbock Coronado, I believe he was a four-star. I mean, it's not like he wasn't a big-time recruit. has tremendous size. I'm, I'm anxious, Aaron, to, uh, <laughs> to stand next to him. Um, I'm 6'1". I want to see, you know, obviously Blake – is more in the six foot or six foot one range. Blake's probably, I don't know. I may be a little bit taller than Blake. Uh, I always kind of, kind of like to see. Um, obviously, all these guys look a lot different than I do. But from a height perspective, you know, I can kind of, I can kind of go, oh, okay, okay. This guy's a little bigger than I thought. And um, and I like some of the reporting earlier today that came from our own Curtis Quillen. Well, I don't know if we can call him our own. He comes on our show. He's from Channel 6. But he really was uh, taken with the new defensive coordinator, Matt Pallage, and, and just some of his um, – the, the way he took command, both with the special teams units. But, but you know, he's the new defensive coordinator for the Bears. Ron Roberts is out. Ron Roberts is now with Auburn. And, I mean, I think this is going to be really, really interesting. There's – all of these, the, the, there's a lot. There's a new linebackers coach. There's a new running backs coach, who I'm I'm really interested to visit with and hear more from. We had him on our show recently, and Aaron, it was. Um, I I just thought in in Jeff Grimes, the offense coordinator. He's a great friend of the show. Listens to our show a lot, and and Jeff said that this offensive coordinator, or excuse me, this running backs coach, <laughs> is sort of approaches being a running backs coach like he's an O-line coach. And I think from Grimes, a longtime O-line coach, that is the ultimate kind of sign of respect. And so I'm kind of anxious to to get to know this coaching staff a little more. And this is a time of year we do get to talk to some assistants. In fact, Thursday, quarterbacks coach Sean Bell will be available, uh, along with the two quarterbacks, Blake Shapin and Sawyer Robertson. And, um, well, I I like the name Sawyer. I think it's a great name for a quarterback. And uh, there was a quarterback uh, by the name of Tom Sawyer, who was a quarterback at Texas Tech from about 19 
I don't know, 66 through 69. In fact, he was playing quarterback for Texas Tech when my dad was playing defensive tackle for the Bears. Dad may have had a couple of sacks on him, as I recall, uh, hearing about. Obviously, I was uh, I did not come along till about oh five years later. I uh, I uh, arrived on the scene, but um, pretty. Uh, uh, some I, I just think this is a fun time. Uh, I hate that our basketball season is over. I would like to be down here <clears throat> today, but also preparing to get on a flight tomorrow to Louisville to cover the Sweet 16. ESPN Central Texas, we would have sent the whole shooting match. We would have Tom, Tommy B., we had had John Morris, of course. The whole gang would have been right there in Louisville for the Sweet 16. It didn't work out. Bears uh, Bears fell short, and then the women last night got beat in UConn uh, in Stores, Connecticut. And so the basketball seasons have come to an end. Now, a little uh, breaking news for you. Aaron will have some more on this in um, as he does the dismount here in a little while. But And, of course, tomorrow you'll get to hear from Dave Aranda. You'll get to hear from the Baylor defensive players. But the Cowboys have made some more moves today. Uh, Dante Fowler, the defensive end, pass rusher, uh, he was signed to a one-year deal. And so he'll return to the Cowboys. I think they really wanted him. I think he had six sacks. I don't have that in front of me right now, but I believe, uh, if memory serves correct, he had six sacks last season. So I think that's a really good thing for the Cowboys. And then Ronald Jones, running back from McKinney, Texas, played at McKinney North, put up great numbers there, obviously, went off to school, and he just a uh, he was a second-round pick with Tampa Bay. And on that Super Bowl team, he had 978 yards and seven touchdowns, 978 rushing yards uh, playing with Tom Brady and really played a large role on that team. For whatever reason, since then, you know, he hasn't been quite as productive, but he's still young enough um, uh, to be someone that can provide depth, to be a nice compliment to Tony Pollard. And let's remember the Cowboys have Malik Davis under contract and Aldel, who I think I heard last year, but he has been re-signed. He was out for much of last season. So there's four running backs that are on this Cowboys roster. And, and I think Ronald Jones is a very, very interesting pickup. And then, um, Yesterday, they they signed a guard slash tackle that's been around the league, and, and I think in the first twenty four games of the league, he started twelve of those games. And um, um, anyway, it, it's not someone who's going to just jump off the page at you, but could provide some nice depth. As Terrence Steele, they obviously have Tyron Smith coming back, and and they have the. Uh, they have the the rookie who uh, was so good last season. So I think the Cowboys have really done some nice things this offseason, uh, not to mention the trades for the uh, the receiver. And then, of course, uh, Stefan, the um, – oh, Aaron, what's our man's name from – that used to be at New England, the uh, the cornerback that they brought in for a fifth-round pick. Stephen Gilmore. I mean, now that was – what's that? Stephon Gilmore. That's right, Stephon Gilmore. And I, I just think, and, and I mean, and, and Brandon Cooks, um, and that's Brandon with an I. Uh, Brandon Cooks is 
I mean, he's got speed. He's a deep threat, and I think he could really help this uh, offense. And and he keeps them from having to spend crazy money on OBJ, which uh, a lot of people wanted to do. All right, I'm going to go run, get in position to talk to Aranda. Aaron's got some the dismount coming up next. And uh, as we wrap up tonight's show, and then, of course, we'll have all of that for you tomorrow. You'll hear from the Baylor head coach, and you'll hear from some of the Baylor defensive players. All that's coming up next on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. King McClure with us at ESPN, stepping over to ESPN Radio. If you can do radio as a play-by-play, that is extremely difficult. Like, that, that, that is a <laughs> right. skill. Because I was listening, I was, I was almost in amazement uh, of the ability to be able to describe something so perfectly. So, honestly, like, I know you do that, too. So, if you can do that, that is a talent and a skill. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primer and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. 
Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. The Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace and now in Temple. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor women fall in the round of 32 to UConn, 77 to 58. Texas and Oklahoma also were knocked out of the tournament last night, leaving no Big 12 schools left in the NCAA Women's Tournament. Japan gets a walk-off last night to beat Mexico 6 to 5 in the WBC. That sets up the championship tonight between USA and Japan, 6 o'clock first pitch from Miami. Former Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz bell on himself and came up short. Schultz has signed with the Texans for a one year nine million dollar contract after turning the cowboys much larger contract offer down dallas mavericks fall to the grizzlies again losing 112 to 108 kyrie Irving had 28 points for the mavs mavericks will host golden state tomorrow night Baylor baseball tonight from Baylor ballpark the bears host sam houston state 631st pitch and you can hear that game on espn central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton. Matt is making his way over for Baylor football coach Dave Aranda's first press conference of the year. We are wrapping up today's program with some news from today, some breaking news from John Rothstein. He is reporting that Oral Roberts head coach and former Baylor assistant Paul Mills has emerged as the leading candidate for the head coaching vacancy at Wichita State and his tweet says the two sides are working towards an official agreement soon as far as other news the Cowboys signed running back Ronald Jones who played four years in Tampa and played last year with the Chiefs gives them more depth at running back to go along with Tony Pollard who they franchise tagged Malik Davis and Rico Dowdle who they re-signed yesterday and the uh, Cowboys have done I hate to admit it a really good job this offseason they kept all of their own free agents basically except for Dalton Schultz they've added Brandon Cooks at receiver, a big need. They added Stephon Gilmore at cornerback, which was a huge need. The, just uh, in the last 24 hours, they re-signed Edge Dante Fowler to give them depth on the defensive line and signed offensive lineman uh, Chuma Idoja, who will be kind of their rotation tackle that Terrence Steele was before he became a starter last year. So the Cowboys have done a really, really great job this offseason and have put themselves in a position to where if they can re-sign defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins, who is their run stopper that they traded for at the trade deadline last year, then they put themselves in a really, really good position to basically draft the best player available in every round of the draft, which should be your intention going in, but isn't always the case depending on the needs of your team. But the Cowboys have really filled in most of the gaps and can now really concentrate on getting the best player available. Once again, John Rothstein reporting that former Baylor assistant and Oral Roberts head coach Paul Mills has emerged as the leading candidate for the head coaching vacancy at Wichita State. It is time to get out of here. Baylor baseball is coming up. They take on Sam Houston State coming up with the pregame at 6.15. First pitch just after 6.30 with Derek Smith. 
That's going to do it for the Matt Mosley Show. We will be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas.